0: God will be made in the the third part.
1: Meetings, it need be to consider um, these issues and um, closed meetings are provided for in terms of NA rule 184, uh, but also in any event, I think it's important to note that closure in any case would only be uh, necessary in as far as the State Security Agency can demonstrate that the disclosure of information could reasonably be expected to prejudice the defence, security or international relations of the public. So there is no no blanket right to disclosure and that burden of proof would be um, on the SSA. Um, Transparency, Chair, you'll appreciate is a cornerstone of the constitution. And certainly um, on the issue of oversight, there's clearly a need for some robust discussion on protecting the security interests of the country on the one hand, and then also ensuring that the AG is supported and that parliament is also effectively able uh, to fulfill its mandate. So, in terms of our advice going forward, um, at its core, SCOPER is responsible for the oversight of financial expenditure of public funds and it does this uh, by engaging and interrogating the the financial statements, audit and other expenditure reports of organs of state. So, whilst the President's response does not provide any concrete evidence um, of the alleged alleged misuse of public funds for party political purposes, Um, except insofar as the President makes reference uh, to the Zonda Commission, there appears to us to be sufficient information in the public domain in respect of the SSA in particular that would warrant a further consideration by Scopa. This is of course coupled with the fact that Judge um, Zonda noticed specifically, um, as I stated above in his report, that alarm uh, bells are now ringing on this particular issue. It has now been raised and it obviously requires some attention. As previously advised, of particular interest to Scopa will be whether and how the alleged unauthorized expenditure the SSA was captured in their financial estate statements, who authorized that expenditure and why it was not uh, detected by the AG. So Chair, as we always advise our committees, oversight is not merely to ensure accountability. There's another important part of oversight and that is is that it, it becomes a means by which Parliament, by determining what went wrong and how something went wrong, can make recommendations or otherwise um, uh, motivate for legislative reform that can try to close those gaps and prevent a recurrence um, of these sorts of things happening in the future. So that's an important aspect uh, to be in mind as the committee makes its decision um, on the way forward. Chair, we do note that the third part of the Zonda Commission report is only due to be submitted to the President later this month, on the 28th of um, February, and, of course, will only be made public once the President has the opportunity to consider same. And, as I mentioned previously, we do expect that that part of the report will con- contain um, useful additional information related to financial mismanagement, and it's likely to influence the Committee's um, further handling of the matter. Uh, Chair, while it's clear that there are serious allegations pertaining to financial mismanagement of SSA, and these may or may not be related um, to the issue of political party funding, it would be helpful, therefore, to wait for the third part of the report um, to avoid duplications and then to also allow SCOPA to consider the matter holistically, in in particular to properly identify the persons that SCOPA would wish to engage with, the questions that need to be asked what further information the committee requires, which records we need to request, and so on. So in considering the issue, um, SCOPE may do various things, one or all a combination of them. Um, First, to invite any of the persons I've um, listed earlier to provide a written statement to the committee on any issues related to the misuse of public funds um, at the State Security Agency during their tenure or in their capacity as political head. Um, of the agency and, Chair, this is very similar to the way in which we um, requested the President to respond. Our view is always that it's better to direct um, specific questions in writing and request a written um, response because it allows the committee to then engage with that response and make a determination on whether it's necessary uh, to proceed to to oral testimony. And in that regard, as I indicated, the third report will be particularly useful. The committee may then call for adult testimony from any persons who have submitted um, statements on this matter. Um, And should the committee wish to um, further engage with those written statements that can be done by invitation. Again, we reiterate our previous advice that the committee only subpoena people uh, where they've displayed an unwillingness uh, to cooperate. And furthermore, that the committee only calls those witnesses uh, where we know they will be able to provide further information that's relevant to the oversight mandate um, of the committee. Um, if you fail to do that or call people where you don't um, really require clarity on the content of the statement, the committee may find that it is then seized with earnings that are not adding value to its oversight functions and then in, in fact detract from other business um, of the committee. Um. The committee can request the AG to present and report to it specifically on the challenges that the AG is facing in auditing the SSA, and this would be with a view to considering legislative reform, if necessary, or other means by which um, Parliament can support the AG. Um, Consideration should be given, Chair, uh, that when such a briefing takes place that it's done in a joint session with both the Standing Committee on the Auditor General, who would be the committee that... um, would be involved in any legislative reform, um, and then also uh, the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence. Um, Chair, briefing of this nature will, will inform the committee further in respect of the sort of questions it would need to engage um, witnesses on, um, whether that's done um, in writing or, or orally. And then it's also important that the committee understands how the financial records of the SSA in particular are protected um, and treated vis-a-vis the financial records of other organs of state. It is quite unique and it is quite different and I think it would be extremely helpful for the AG um, to take the committee through what its auditing uh, process is and, and where the stumbling blocks are during that process. Then lastly, Chair. The committee may also wish to um, ask the current Director General of the SSA to brief the committee and provide it with an update on the implementation of recommendations contained in that panel report, and then also to get a sense of what the SSA is currently doing to uh, to strengthen its internal financial management. Members will appreciate that issues relating to the SSA are complex because of the unique uh, nature of this entity, and... The financial issues, of course, may be influenced by factors relating to the structure and accountability uh, mechanisms within the agency. I don't think, Chair, that those two things can be separated. So to properly engage with the allegations that the SSA has been used as a vehicle to divert funds for political party funding, it will be necessary that the committee understands the way in which the SSA functions, and that coupled together with a presentation Um, by the AG should give uh, quite a clear understanding or clear picture um, of how things work within the agency. On that note, um, Chair, we have also recommended that the committee perhaps consider whether it wishes to form a subcommittee uh, to look at this matter uh, more closely and, if necessary, um, in camera. The subcommittee, being a smaller, um, a smaller committee, would be better suited to study the relevant portions of the Zonda Commission reports um, to look at the um, oral testimony that was presented at the commission. Because, as I said, the report doesn't um, go into great detail at present on on this particular issue, and in doing so, this will assist the committee to identify specific interests persons of interest and then to also formulate those questions. I don't think, Chair, that it's helpful to to call people to the committee or to ask witnesses to respond to the issue generally. Um, When we are specific with our questions, the chances are that we get more meaningful um, information. And the subcommittee then can also uh, consider the extent to which it may be necessary to work with the Standing Committee on the Auditor General and that Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence. Um, Chair, that is our advice um, in a nutshell. Myself, Advocate Jenkins and the Chief um, Legal Advisor are all on the platform. So we are happy to take um, any questions that the committee may have. Thank you,
2: Chair. Right. Um, thank you very much, May um, Ibrahim, really appreciate that. Um, okay, so it was just on those issues there, uh, colleagues. Um, so that takes care of, well, in, in part, the issue around our um, ability to interact with the SSA um, finances and matters, because we'll recall that was a point of Uh, Contention. All right. I see the hands of Honorable Lees and Honorable Fanminen because we must proceed, of course, to the broader um, issue to consider the President's response uh, to the questions put to him. And then Honorable Mendo will be the third one. In that order, colleagues. Thank you, Mr.
3: Chairman. As you can see, I'm on, uh, on my iPad. So my apologies to everyone for that. Mr. Chairman, a thank you um, to the legal advisors for their advice. And um, the the considerable advice surrounding the state security agency, I think, is, is very useful in the sense that um, – this has opened a door for something which clearly has been necessary for a long time, and that is for Parliament to get more involved in how the SSA deals with its funding. But, Mr. Chairman, that's not the issue really that's before us. Whilst I think that it's definitely an issue that we need to um, carefully consider and and take up. It's not really the issue. The issue really is the statement or the comments made by President Ramaposa that um, that. And I just want to read it to you. Uh, the the transcript we were given, and particularly the second paragraph. And and President Ramaphosa says here, each one of us knows that quite a bit of money that is used in campaigns in busing people around, in doing all manner of things, is often from state resources and public resources. And we cannot kid ourselves when it comes to that. So in my my reading of that, it's not just that we have heard via the Zondel Commission that there's been an abuse of state funds. But it's quite clear that, to me in any event, that there is a personal knowledge here. Each one of us knows that quite a bit of money. Uh, And so, Mr. Chairman, it is disappointing that the President has not addressed in any way that particular aspect. and and whilst I've already said that the the, um, direction towards the SAA I think is very useful and is one that we need to look at, um, it would appear to be some form of obfuscation and, and directing us away from the main issue. And so, Mr Chairman, I remain concerned that the president hasn't really taken our requests for information seriously enough. Um, and, And we now need to very carefully consider, and I am coming to the conclusion that we should, ask President Ramaphosa to come and talk to us and answer some direct questions from us. So, Mr. Chairman, uh, that's where I'm, I'm headed now, and, and I'm, uh, I'm happy to listen to the other members of the committee and what they have to say about the matter. But certainly, it is my view that the President has not dealt with the primary question um, in a way that makes me feel entirely comfortable. So, thank you very much, Mr. Chairman.
2: All right. Now, thank you very much, uh, Babudis. As I indicated, I wanted us to dispense with those aspects of SSA um, so that they don't um, become the prominent and key feature of our interaction because what we must consider here is the president's responses to the questions we put to him on the basis of the recording we had heard. Right. Honourable Fanminen, Honourable mahau and Honourable Somi have noted you. Honourable Fanminen.
4: Thank you very much, Chair. I want to agree wholeheartedly with uh, the Honourable Lees. I think that is very much the path we should go. It is also very much in line with what we discussed two weeks ago when we met for the first time in this regard. But what I do want to ask from legal is that as they're here, I want to take the opportunity, why would legal encourage or suggest a subcommittee and dealing with it confidentia- confidentially because you know surely when one is dealing with issues regarding public money and public money being misspent to then deal with the ssa in a confidential manner would not be appropriate this is, has got nothing to do with the official work of the ssa and in what it is that they do it is to do with the mis-potential, misappropriation and uh, misuse of funds. Thanks very much.
2: Nigo, please just uh, note that, that question um, and we'll come to you. Honourable Mente.
0: Thank you, Chair. Um, Chair, I would also
5: like to have clarity from you when you say let's dispense of the SSA before we get into other matters. But um, I wanted to engage um um the report or rather the opinion from the legal office and um as well as the letter which we received I don't know if that's the time to do that now. will you is that the time to engage both the letter and the opinion, or we're just dealing with one
2: no <clears throat> what i what I was saying in so far is uh, the legal opinion, or rather SSA, was that <clears throat> the issue of uh, ambiguity was whether, it, looking at the books or the finances, uh, of SSA was within our purview, and so that clarification was required, um, and so that's why it was a matter to to get clarity on. And now it's established uh, that yes, it is it is well within our um, purview, notwithstanding the existence of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence. So that's just the only part which I was <clears throat> wanting to make sure that we don't go a long way uh, in dealing with an SSA matter to find that it is not within our purview. The suggestions about subcommittees and so on, those are secondary. What is primary now is that, yes, looking at those finances would be within our purview. So that's where I am. But please feel free to raise any matter on this matter and we will, as usual, bring it to a logical committee conclusion, having listened to everything. So you can raise any matter that you want to
5: raise. I wouldn't um, agree with you more Uh, on the SSA and us looking into their financials because we are standing committee of public accounts and we are standing committee of public accounts we look into the departments which report in all sorts of committees but anything that involves mismanagement of funds it then invites us to look into it. So whoever would have said otherwise, I would disagree, Che. Thank you for clarifying that. Uh, Che, let me first uh, speak to the response itself. You know, uh, um, today was a very long day for us. Che, the response is nothing short of um, mocking us
0: treating us like children of some sort as if um,
5: we are some people have absolutely nothing to do but to pursue some useless uh, venture of asking questions to people who make it their business to say things that they don't want to come back and expand on. Now, I do not know if, Chairperson, we will have um, a session as COPA where we will have the recording played. Because the response here doesn't respond to that recording and to the context thereof of our letter. The President says we all know, he doesn't say we all had.
0: He says, we all know that public money gets spent for our
5: issues, as the ANC. He doesn't say we hate. We he continues to then say, I'd rather fall on my sword than to sell out. Kind of, not his words, but that's the context. So we cannot then be mocked when we ask the question, What do you mean? And be told all these stories that, no, this is the information that is in the public domain and I was addressing my people and all of that. No, we all know the theatrics of politics, no problem. But in this particular instance, this is not the context in which his statement was said. So we can't really accept this response as a response that seeks to clarify our questions. So in all fairness, and the procedures that were followed, we wrote the letter like we always do in Scopa, that when we get information of this nature, we follow this certain procedure and we're very patient with it. But when it gets to a point where you just get mocked by the very same person who started opening their mouth and saying things that they know are not supposed to be said, then it becomes our business. So Chair, I'm going to concur with my colleagues. The president must be called. No, not someone this time, no. The summoning is another uh, level called to the committee to explain upon which he refuses, then we summon him to come and explain. And we will have the video, uh, the recording uh, uh, rather be played. And then secondly, on the issue of, the, of, the, of um, the opinion, I hear everything else um, the opinion is saying and how uh, they are explaining our role and everything else and agreeing with what the president says. But it's very disappointing that a legal opinion will not interrogate the facts and interrogate the similarities. So if we are a parliament that just concedes, we must understand that we are not going to root out corruption. No ways. So I hear what the public and the legal opinion is saying. However, I disagree with its sentiment that This is as far as they understand what the president says. That's not what the president said. And the president must come and answer. So as far as uh, subcommittees and everything else, I would also like to hear what do they mean, because Scopa is Scopa. We have our own way of doing things. If we want to have a subcommittee dealing with whatever component of this investigation, it's our it's within our right to do it, but we cannot be told that let's is the subcommittee of this and that and whatnot. Unless it's just a suggestion, that's fine. But Scopa is Scopa. You can come and uh, split it into some components and whatsoever. But then we'll deal with this matter. The best know we know how and the best way we've always been dealing with issues. Thank you, Chair. Okay.
2: <clears throat> just to... Uh... Legal will come in to answer all the questions that require them, uh, and then I'll just make a comment around uh, the issue of the opinion as well. Right, Honourable Machau, and then Honourable Somio, in that order, please.
6: Uh, thank you very much, Chaperson, and good evening to colleagues. Uh, uh, my, my comment will be around the, the response by the president by the president. The response by the president is both underwhelming and a blatant denial what he is on record saying. And unfortunately to us as a committee, the president is not convincing at all. Because if you look at 8.6 to 8.10, he started by saying, I have no information, which means that U-President mm-hmm. questions as a critical MSM Broadly, U-President indicated two areas where money came from. But in his response, he went into considerable detail dealing with one, namely the various submissions by various officials as regard alleged misuse of estate funds from state security agents only. There was no equivalent explanation for the misuse of funds from the rest of government departments. A chairperson, why would he say in the leaked audio, let's not kid ourselves when he was talking about everyone being on the know about misuse and now claim not to be knowing anything. Was he lying then or he is lying now? I I, I fully concur with colleagues that the best approach is to call the president so that we can interact with him directly. Thank
2: you very much, Chairperson. All right, um, Honourable um, you can come in. Thank, thank you very much, uh, yeah,
7: Honourable Chairperson. Um, and and uh, that appreciation of what uh, we have come through um, in the first instance. Let's let's appreciate the fact that when you received the letter you saw it fit to refer it to uh, our parliamentary uh, legal. That, that, that as, as per your foresight, um, would have given us some form of surety, that in whatever uh, we venture in, would do so uh, clearly covered uh, in terms of the aspects of necessity in as far as legal uh, parameters are concerned. And in this regard, the legal advice uh, is squarely stipulating a number of areas. One, that how we could opt to deal with these uh, matters if we were to deal with them uh, disregarding the fact that there is still this uh, report uh, for from Judge uh, Zonda uh, Commission, uh, which is a very uh, a critical script for the understanding of the matters which arise. And therefore, I would want to urge the committee that uh, let's follow uh, the advice uh, of Parliamentary Legal uh, on the aspect of continuing with what Uh, happens to be an interest so far. And I would therefore move against uh, what uh, my colleagues have proposed uh, for a call of the president uh, to come uh, and uh, face the committee uh, on the aspects which are uh, of interest to the committee. My view uh, is that uh, we should await the process as listed by uh, the legal uh, experts, and after that, we'll still have time to reflect as to which steps to have uh, to take uh, going uh, going forward. So, so my plea uh, is uh, somewhat covered uh, by that advice. I don't want to denigrate it uh, because I want uh, you see, uh, in dealing with in dealing with that. So I want to, I want to tag that aspect. Yeah.
2: just one second. All right. right. And that very groovy. All right. Let's. Okay. All right. Babusom, you are you done?
7: Uh, no, no, Chair, so my proposal is clear. Uh, that Let's that's, await that's, that's and uh, uh, ensure that that process uh, is followed in totality uh, through the advice uh, of a uh, uh, parliamentary legal. Uh, for now, we start the process through the outlook of the Zondo uh, Commission report, which is going to come uh, out at the end of the of the month, which uh, the legal uh, uh, experts would have to choose it uh, for us as corpora to see what route to take. Thereafter, thank you very much, chair. Uh.
2: Okay, thank you very much, uh, Babu Samir. Right. Um, okay. I so I thought, alright, Ma I'm seeing your hand coming up and down. Right, let me go to legal and then they can just clarify their matters and then there's two proposals on the table, right? Legal?
1: Um, thank you, Chair. Um, in respect of the suggestion of a subcommittee, uh, the intention there, Chair, was not to move the oversight um, function of the committee to a subcommittee. I think that there might have been some confusion. What, what we were suggesting and, and to clarify is that a subcommittee be established to study the documents more closely because there is quite a bit in terms of the Zondo report, then going through the actual oral testimony um, that's that's been heard at the Zondo Commission today to go through that panel report and so on. Another important aspect of uh, what a subcommittee could look at is we know that this issue of confidentiality is what is repeatedly being raised by SSA um, when it comes to issues of of oversight. Um, We know that clearly by um, the findings in the panel report in respect of how the the AG's processes are frustrated. Now, as I indicated, a decision to close a meeting would require the party who is requesting closure of the meeting to motivate for that closure on any number of specific grounds. In this case, it would be um, safety and security of the Republic. it may be helpful in a subcommittee setting um, for members to then familiarize themselves with the way in which the ssa operates so that we can respond to those requests properly Um, because we don't believe that that there's ever uh, a basis for a blanket uh, closure of meetings there will always be issues that um, rightfully should be um, transparent and where they they can't be for valid reasons, then members need to be allowed to engage on that and then make a decision on the way forward. We we have previously advised um, in other committees where requests have been made for meetings to be closed that the chairperson doesn't allow for closure because it isn't in in the public interest. So the recommendation about a subcommittee chair was really as a working group in order to just cement the process a little bit more and to guide the committee um, on the way forward. What is it? Uh, what sort of information are we looking for? Who are we going to look uh, to to get that information? What sort of records are we trying to get? And so on. And then obviously move it to the bigger committee. That was a recommendation simply um, to, to ease the way forward. But I know SCOPA typically deals with big matters and splits work um, among members in its normal oversight processes. So of course the committee is at liberty um, to proceed whichever way um it once. Then Chair, our opinion um, does not speak to the merits of the President's response or not. That falls outside of the scope um, of legal advice. The legal advice requested was specifically on the way forward. What are the options available to the committee? And we've made it clear that in our view, there is a basis for the committee to consider specifically issues related to the SSA. And, and we said at the end of the opinion that the committee may wish to call anybody that has um, provided a statement to the committee. And that, of course, would include the president. If the committee feels that it wishes to in- interrogate the president further on that statement, then the committee is, of course, at liberty to do so. And um, we apologize if the opinion seems to suggest that the president should or shouldn't be called, uh, because that is not a decision that we make. Our our advice is limited to to the legal avenues available to the committee, and of course, the committee is um is always at liberty to invite any person it wishes um to report to it on any matter that's related to its oversight. Thank you, Chair.
2: Yes, uh, that is correct. I did indicate that uh, I legal really I brought them in for clarity on the. Because at some point, you know, Scopa previously, even I think in the fourth parliament, yes, fourth parliament, you third fourth, dealt with the finances of SSA, and then a decision was taken to move those um uh, the the that work to the joint uh, standing committee on intelligence. So the clarity was therefore very important to the that that uh, that decision, in my view, now is was it was a policy decision and one that uh, can be changed and it's not a legal. There's no legal bind uh, or prescript which says we can't deal with the finances, and that clarity was important because it also amongst others arose out of. Uh, the previous uh, issue uh, advice which we received, and members had issue with that uh, <clears throat> when we were asked to consider the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence. All right, let me take Honorable Hatebe. Uh, uh, thanks, uh, Maybraim, for that. And then we'll go to Honorable Machau, and then we'll have to, of course, come to a decision on this matter. Right, Honorable Hatebe? Now, thank you, Chairperson.
8: I, I think let me start with what you have highlighted, just to re-emphasize your point, that indeed, Chair, the matter that we assist with is no longer a matter of um, honourable death. Upon us accepting, Chair, to deal with this matter as Scopa, it has become a matter of Scopa. So we must be clear on that one so that as we move, we do not personalize issues of paramount importance. Now, Chair, I also want to uh, acknowledge the the work done by the legal opinion, even though we have received the opinion very late, but we understood that this is a matter of national importance. It needs our agent, agent. attention. So at this stage, we're not going to complain about the late uh, submission of the legal opinion. We highly appreciate it's here with us. Um, I also want to appreciate the fact that the president did not uh, prolong the inevitable. I was uh, a bit skeptical that we might be requested to postpone, to give the president enough time to respond. Um, he has done an honorable thing and and, and and responded. But it was clear and evident from the onset that in dealing with this matter, we were not privy to the full content and extent of what was said in that leak audio, which is the subject of what we are dealing with uh, 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 today or this afternoon. Uh, but now that we had an opportunity to read the response from the president including the legal opinion. It sought to provide a clear uh, 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 way forward in terms of the context of what was contained. It is the fact that here we are dealing with the issue that has been brought to the fore from the 9th of March, 2019. 2019, March, the high level review panel report was made public. Now, if honorable members are not aware of the high panel review report, this is the report, Chair, that was commissioned by the president in June 2018 and it was published uh, uh, 2019. Now, that report, Chair, it's very critical and important to what we seek to find here. That report, che, it says, if I were to give you the context so that we have an understanding of why I'm going to propose what I'm proposing, Chair. It says uh, uh, it is we think it is prudent to highlight here that our key finding is that there has been a serious politicization and factionalization of the intelligent community over the past decade. Now that's the finding that has been in the public domain to say over the past decade. The state security agents community has been politicized and factionalized, And now the finding went further to say resource abuse of the state security agent has become a cash cow for many inside and outside the agency. What went wrong in terms of the recommendation is that there has been politicization. There has been the resource abuse. The state security agent has become a cash cow. This is not the information, Chair, that it's only now revealed by the president. These are not new revelations. For those of us who bothered to follow issues in the public domain, we know that what the president said in that leaked audio it's not a revelation from what i've read in the response from the president from what i have read in the legal opinion the president sees to be a subject matter in this case unless ours is to play the man and not the ball let us focus on the ball to get into the root cause of those that are involved in looting the state fund. The reports are there for everyone to see. Hence, I want to propose to second the legal opinion that let us wait until the final report from the Zondo Commission for us not to duplicate issues. Once that report has been made public and once we know which organ of state will be charged with implementing which a, a resolution, it will be easier for us as Scopa to then say what becomes our role in this matter, not an individual. I repeat, we're not going to play the man, we're going to play the ball. We're going to get to the bottom of what is exposed, which is not something new. Let us make it our responsibility to go and interact with the high-level review panel report published in 2019. My proposal, Chair, in closing, We've heard what the president has said. We need to get to the bottom of uh, the abuse of public funds, uh, 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 be it the officials inside and out of the state security, uh, be it, uh, my apology, chair. I was disturbed. I'm using my cell phone uh, uh, to, to connect into this meeting, so I'm receiving calls. My apology if I got disconnected. So I'm saying Let's get into the bottom of who are these culprits, but let us not force the president to know something that he does not know. Thank you.
2: Okay. Can I, can I take Uma uh, Mutolasha? She hasn't spoken. And then I'll go to Honorable Mahao and Honorable uh, Mende. Hey,
9: good evening, Honorable Jefferson. Good evening, colleagues, uh, the legal unit of parliament, and everybody present in the meeting. Chair, in risking what has already been said by two speakers here, eh, Honorable Sommio and Honorable Big, I agree with them totally. Secondly, Chair, as we had agreed last time, that we are not going to cut corners in making sure that corruption is exposed in this country. Hence, as COPA, we had guards. When we had this, we said, put it before the president, let the president respond, because everybody in South Africa must be accountable in one way or the other. And in this case, our democracy is growing. We are making the president of the republic to be accountable to Scopa, which I think I must congratulate Chair yourself uh, the, and, and
8: the team. Uh, the is... so, so, Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm trying to switch.
0: Alright, you can proceed. Thank you, thank you,
9: Chair. I, I'm saying, Chair, we must congratulate ourselves as Scopa that we have proved beyond any doubt that we are doing our work. We don't look at people's faces. We look on the evidence before us. And this is what we are doing at the present moment. I also want to appreciate the report from the legal unit, very extensive, taking us far from other things that we might have not looked at closely. I then say, risking to repeat everything, let's follow the route that has been put by the leader. We can do away with committees if we think that they are not just going to assist us. But indeed, why would you want to bring somebody who have given you a response in writing? What makes us to think when he before us, he will change? I'm not sure what is the thinking behind that. However, Chair, I would want to again to say, I I am in line with what Honorable Peke just explained, and he went very deep in making sure that we understand the background.
0: Before us, billions have been stolen, broad daylight.
9: We are following that. And we're very committed to do that. And we don't mind who the person is. But in this case, Chair, I think let's 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 accept that we tried, we got the answers. And let's move in doing our work as OPA to make sure that every time and all the time we look after the of the Republic. Yes, Chair, in doing so, we are not being personal. We just make it a point that without fear or favor, we will make everybody to account in each and everything that that person might have done. So, Chair, I don't want to repeat everything, but let's 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 then see because we are very fortunate as a country we got this when there's a process already. The Zondo Commission that already has demonstrated its commitment and its agility to make sure that everything that was done comes back to the fore so that everybody who's implicated can be taken to task. That's what Zondo. Uh, commission did for us. I want to congratulate the former President Ubab because he gave this opportunity to us as committee as well as the South Africans. Let's follow it and not bypass anything. To, let us be systematic in doing so. Also, we should not be emotional. We must not seek to embarrass people because we might not succeed in doing so. Let's just follow our legal unit, how they have just Uh, advised us. The risk is to ignore your own. I'm not sure what will be the repercussions. It's good we're asking questions. There are clear answers. Let's then agree to say. All that must be waited for when there is that conclusion. Nobody's going anywhere. We're all South Africans. We might not be members of SCOPA tomorrow, but we have started the process. Which will have to be concluded, regardless who will be sitting in this. So, Chair, that's my taking so far as this
0: matter is concerned. Thank you very much.
2: Right, thanks, Madam Can I just, uh, Mam just hold on. I'm seeing members who've not spoken, and then you can come in, Mam Zebul, and I'll come to you, Mam Don't worry. Let me just take the colleagues who've not spoken, Mam Zebul. <coughs>
0: Thank you very much, uh, 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 Chair, and the Colleagues. I want to, I want to agree with my last speakers, who mentioned the issue of the acceptance of the legal opinion. Also, we should, Wait, for the final report of the Zondo Commission. There is no hurry. We understand that this thing, this incident happened years ago. We were still living with it. Let us make sure that when we do things, we don't just do it for the sake of doing it. We make sure that we want things to change for the best. I thank you.
2: Great. Thank you very much, Ms. Right, uh, Honorable Mahao, Honorable Mente. Honorable Latte, is that a new hand? I'm um, seeing your hand is up. Is that a new one? All right, let's, Mum Ma- Machau, and then uh, Honorable Mente. And then we, let's. Uh, Bring this to a, a, a conclusion, uh, colleagues.
8: Sorry, it was a legacy hand. I have lowered it. <laughs> All right.
2: All right. right. Uh, Mama. I'm no longer, no longer I knew. Okay. Mama. Uh,
6: thank you. Thank you very much, Chairperson. I, I don't know if my memory serves me well, Chairperson. We agreed last time that we are less interested in cutting corners in this matter. Thus, we agreed on your recommendations and your summary that let us first write to the president and ask him some questions. It will depend on those questions, whether will it be suitable or be proper for us to invite the president to the meeting if you listen carefully to, to, to our work, to, to some of our inputs here, we are not convinced with the responses from the president. Because if you look at from point 8.6 to 8.10, the president started his sen- sentences by saying, I have no information. So, which means, oh, president, I can't con- convince it. That is why I get the thing. We said, I, I I don't know whether I'm correct. You will correct me, Chairperson. That let us first write to the president. It will depend on his response whether okay, we 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 can invite him. But the general feeling, there are those that are convinced by his responses. But at the same vein, there are there those that are not convinced by president's responses. Thus, we are saying as per your summary, that it will depend on his responses, whether we invite him to the meeting. And the legal, the, the legal advice uh, were part of, of that resolution. So I, I need to, 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 to stress that, and I need your guidance around the resolutions we have taken in the last uh, SCOPER meeting. Thank you, Chairperson.
2: In the last meeting, we indicated that we would write to the president and we would reserve our right as a committee to invite him. And committee members indicated that a summons would um, not at that point uh, arise. Also, noting that the president had not uh, given us any reason to believe that he would not cooperate with our process. And therefore we said, it's someone to be a last resort. Um, and so we are now precisely here uh, because we have written to the president and must consider his responses um, and, um, and, and then make a determination in terms of where we move and how we move and what we do with his responses. So what is this meeting is as a result of that resolution. Yes, the committee does reserve its right. And uh, as per the rules and as per the constitution. Um, and the act which governs our work. So that's where we were. All right. Honourable Mente, And then I've seen new hands. Honourable Pukas and Honourable Hartley, have noted your hands. And then colleagues, let's bring it to some sort of uh, conclusion. All right. Honourable Mente.
5: Yes, thank you very much, Mr. President. Uh, Umam Makhau took the words uh, straight out of my mouth. Uh, the last paragraph of our letter is very clear. In following this process, and upon receipt of your responses, as a committee will look into it and judge the satisfaction thereof of your response. And in this instance, we're not satisfied with the response. And therefore, we want that meeting with him to clarify himself. Because, as far as the response is concerned,
0: it doesn't talk to the utterances in the recording. It might have been uh, the, the attempt
5: of trying to put it smart and put it civil uh, in, in a letter, a letter which was written in a very civil manner, not in a manner in which the recording came about, is, is another thing. But to also think that those questions were put in that civil manner
0: to be undermined like that It, it's something else.
5: And um, I would disagree with my colleague to say, who can't play the man, play the ball. There is, there, there, there is no man who's being played here. There, there's a person who gave information willingly. And the information leaked, unfortunately. And in its leaking, it implicated him that he knows something that we don't know. Now we did not go to the level of looking into his ethical conduct as a president, knowing something. We are advancing our own mandate in investigating the death in which he knows how the money is filtered out of the state, into the pockets of the ANC and into the pockets of individuals.
0: So we are not satisfied. If ever that's being
5: playing the, the men, then we, we have a different understanding. So the other area, chair, I wanted to, to, to talk to was the area of the um, the report. Us waiting for the last part of the report, as he's suggesting. No. we are going to sit and look into the information we have and see how best we deal with this information. And that will be informed by the meeting, the outcomes of the meeting which you are going to have with him as a person who gave information and clarifying the exact words he said himself. Or what do they mean? You can't say, I'd rather fall on my sword. And then you can and say, I know nothing. You fall on the sword of what? Why would you rather die than to say something. And then when you come, you say, no, it's because I know of things that are in the public domain. No. That has to be clarified thoroughly what it means. And no, we are not trying to threaten anyone or anything. The very same way that audio leaked, the full extent of the message can still come the very same way. And that's not where we want to go to. And that's not what we want the president to do. Because in our own investigation, we can summon the full recording and get to understand the context and not use this thing of saying, we did not know the full context in which this was said. No, we don't need that. If we have to get to the bottom of this, it then means that we must know the full context in which this was meant. So be it. We'll summon the recording and get to understand it. But we can't brush it off and say, no, he says he knows nothing. Then there's nothing new he can say. No, this, that, that, that doesn't fly. It does not, not at all. He must give us what, we, what he knows. And we not saying he's at fault. It's up to the public protector to know and parliament to see if ever he has breached his code of conduct and his ethical code. That's not ours is to make sure that the money that he knows of, which was misspent, filtered out of the state into the wrong pockets and not for the public good, that money must be accounted for. Those that are involved must account and any other um of uh, the state that has to deal with, it must deal with. And as COPA, we must satisfy ourselves that we did get all the information, we have done everything that we want to
0: do. Thank you, Chair.
2: Okay, Honorable Minister, thank you very much. Right, uh, Honorable Pukas, and Honorable Hattab and Honorable Mahal will be the last one on this. And then we will thank you. To take a decision.
10: Thank you, Chair. Sorry for my video, Chair. I'm struggling with network. that's
0: perfectly fine.
10: Thank you. Chair, I don't think we say that we are convinced by the response. What we are saying, Chair, is, or what I want to say is, Chair, Scopa as a post-factor committee needs solid inputs from other stakeholders, uh, such as your AG, your GCI, GCI and relevant authorities to ensure that uh, the investigations is holistic and comprehensive. So, Chair, in waiting for the third part of the SONDO report, uh, we can maybe provide further details or similar or other matters to be answered. But also the, the third part of the SONDO Commission can clarify things, not to, for us to duplicate things. And should other stakeholders, Chair, provide evidence or inferences that the president had knowledge of it, would then be considered to request oral uh, representation. So Chair, in supporting that we wait for the Sondo Commission, I also want to add that maybe as scoper, we should try to form partnership with other committees overseeing different aspects, but uh, which could provide guidance. Mm -hmm. And secondly, that we, uh, must consider a small team to, to work on this case. Thank
2: you, Chair. Okay, thank you very much, Honorable Pukas, right? Honorable uh, Devin, Honorable Maha will be the last one.
8: No, no thanks, Chair. Um, I, I think what is not in dispute here, unless members, are hearing this for the first time, is that what the president alluded to, and I repeat, it's information, Che, that has been in the public domain since 2019. Che, the president established a high-level review panel in 2018, and the report came in 2019, Che, That report, it's a public information. It included some of the projects that were used to to, to chow and steal money from the state security agencies. I have read some of what was contained in the report, Che. Now, I give president the benefit of a doubt. He's the man of the integrity. He has signed on that letter. There is the signature of the president in that letter. And the president is directing us to the relevant public documents, recordings from Zondo Commission for us to also get to know and understand exactly what the president was referring to. In that leaked audio, President did not mention a single name of an individual. When the President said, I know, the President says to us, I was referring to this report. If members were to go and read this report, even them, they would know how money was used. Now, it can't be the responsibility of the President to rehash what is on the report if members don't want to read. And those that want to summon uh, uh, the, the full recordings, those want to repeat what was said outside in the media that others will go and summon uh, uh, the full re- so be it. It's none of our business. We're not here to play politics. Scopa must be insulated from playing politics politics. We want to get to the bottom of the misuse of the public funds. We have relevant documentation. We have relevant recordings. We have relevant legal opinion that guides us on how to go about dealing with this matter. We have the benefit of having the auditor general that can assist us with audited statements to get to the bottom of what we want to know. We have the benefit of joint meetings with the joint standing committee on intelligence. If the needs arises now to insist on one man, to say something that he has in writing in black and white pen, his signature to say, I don't know. We are not going to fish in the shower for something that we don't know. I refuse for Scopa to be used as a political football arena to achieve certain interests. And if that's what is going to be at play, we're equally capable of taking that posture. But thus far, we remain firm and resolute. We refuse to be used for political uh, selfish, narrow interest. We are going to remain intact within our mandate. Hence, we are saying, there is information at our disposal. There is no need for a president to appear before us. The president seems to be a subject matter in this regard, unless there's something else that we want. And if we want to go to Zondo, I mean to public protector, members are free to do so. But let us not use Scopa for that purpose. If members want to summon someone to get full recordings, let them do so. Not using Scopa. We're going to defend Scopa with all we have in ensuring that we remain true to our mandate, function, and core values, not to be turned into a football arena. Thank you, Chair.
2: Okay, I see Mahao has taken it. Okay Ma'am Mahao, okay, Kish, put your hand down, all right. Mama, uh, thank
6: oh. you, Chair <laughs> I-, I think all of us as Scopa members are very proud of our integrity no one on any on agenda here but the point that i was raising it we took a resolution in the presence of illegal illegal advisors of the committee that for plan a we will embark on writing then if not we agree all of us here that the, the the responses are not satisfactory but we've got some questions that the president can respond to directly. I not do which hand up. And if those were the resolutions taken, we succumb to the, to, to the summary and the proposal from other members saying that, let us first write to the president. We did that, all of us. Then the, the second resolution was, if not satisfactory, it's then that we can invite the president. The, the question
2: to me is that, are we just
0: waiting
2: for the Just One second, ma'am. Okay. All right, you can proceed, ma'am.
0: I'm done, Sheperson. Okay.
2: All right. Colleagues, I think that the issues have been sufficiently uh, ventilated. Uh, in this regard. Um,
0: And of course, there are two really
2: polar opposite uh, outlooks on this matter, uh, which require us, therefore, to, to, to take a decision. And usually we can we get the iPhone muted please the system we just assist with the with the muting Okay, so usually after all our interactions, there's really always what I find to be a meeting of minds and, and a particular compromise, which whenever these opposing views arises, I'm sensing care that we are not at that point uh, now. I do want to um, just say uh, that uh, it would be beneficial, as I said the last time, For the committee to interact with the president, Um, because in really analyzing this whole matter, the fundamental challenge that we have is that either you call it a leak or political battles or what it is. But I think at a higher altitude of oversight and accountability, it is important for there to be a pooling and sharing of resources and information between the legislature and the executive. And this committee being charged with the responsibility of securing the public purse really does need to interact with the head of the executive, which in this case is the president. On the critical areas of corruption and administration, and poor governance, which continues to characterize the the public sector. So I would imagine that at some point, we do need to arrive at that particular point uh, and tone down on the sensational outlook along the lines of um, uh, summons. And really, We have a discussion uh, about this and any other matter really, which is well within our purview and of concern to us, uh, because I want to say I agree with the notion that in this case, I see the president as a whistleblower. The discussion is necessary. But I'm getting, of course, the sense that there is no uh, agreement and fully agree with Honourable Hattiever that this must not be seen and be done to be playing the man, Um, must play the ball. And so the fundamental issue, therefore, is that, as my brother at times has put it, uh, don't play the man, play the ball, unless the man is the ball. In this case, the president has information and clarification is required. But now we've been referred to uh, other investigations and other processes, and there are still processes which are underway. And so what the committee therefore has to determine now is how it structures its own process. Because I think what we can't run away from is that we are all interested in arriving at root cause um, on, 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 on these matters. You see, if you read the president's concluding paragraphs, he indicates that in his other capacity as president of the ANC, he is also seized with dealing with matters within his organization of a similar nature. And that's the crux of it. Colleagues will recall, I have pointed out before, uh, that our limitation in not being able to engage with political parties who are a stakeholder, as I make an example, in local government, is a hindrance in that they deploy and redeploy those who serve in that space. So the uncomfortable political discussions have to be made, but they have to be made on the basis of honesty as opposed to a political witch hunt. And this is where I agree with Honorable Hatov that we must resist uh, being a political uh, player in as much as all of us are politicians and deployed on a party of a political basis. But this committee is always endeavoured to rise above the divides of politics. But then comfortable political discussions have to be had if we are to complete the full circle of interaction with the relevant stakeholders who have got a stake um, in the movement of public funds, whether it's those that deploy or redeploy, or those that employ or, um, fire, law enforcement agencies, the executive, the judiciary, and, of course, the interactions we must have amongst ourselves. So the point I'm trying to make, uh, colleagues, is that it is inevitable that in its culmination, this matter does require, given the extent to which it has now evolved, that a discussion with the president must be had. And I, I really hope that the operative word there is underlined a discussion.
0: It is very, very
2: important because the pandemic of corruption will ultimately bring this country to its knees. So, colleagues, I'm I'm therefore imploring on you that I'm going to now request that um, there is a meeting of minds in terms of The due process of which must be followed on this matter. There's a report coming out at the end of the month, which will inter alia by the Zondo Commission, which will inter alia respond to issues or deal with issues of the State Security um, Agency. Um, And it is also the same Zondo Commission which has. Implored on Parliament to take up its rightful place in the constitutional fabric and discourse of this country in terms of its role, powers and functions as concerned, including but not limited to oversight and accountability. It's very important. So we, we, we must therefore, in embracing the realities of the Zondo Commission, also rise to the occasion that it does implore on us to do what we need to do. So there's that. Um, there's a public protector um, investigation, uh, which is linked to this matter, which we must deal with. And of course, we have to interact now with the um, state security agency. And we therefore need to um, make a determination of how, because the fundamental question here is that, is the how part. How do we interact uh, with them? because there's no doubt that we will and make a determination of what it is that we want to get from them. And of course, I would imagine the first point of call is to get sight of their books um, and their audit outcomes. And so therefore a collaboration with the AT is important. So I feel colleagues, I must place all these matters in their complex nature to you that um, let there be a meeting of minds and a consensus. Uh, And um, on how we structure this Uh, and colleagues must note that if I don't want us to go around in circles, if we have to put this matter to a vote, then I'll do so, so that we can move um, on on this matter. And the last point is that we must not prolong, prolong this to the point that it becomes a hindrance to the work which is still before us and the program that we have. And I say that appreciating that the matter that we are dealing with must be dealt with. Uh, But it is not the only issue and is not the only departmental entity we are dealing with. So I'm imploring on you then colleagues to um, let there be a meeting of minds. Let us find each other on due process which must be followed. And as I'm saying, ultimately in one way or the other, uh we must actually uh, interact and engage uh with 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 the, with the president um somebody was bringing to my attention uh utterances that the president made this afternoon I was like no he was not talking to us uh, when he said that uh, he's got no problem in meeting with us he was not telling us but i think let us but not withstand the fact note that Uh, as 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 an element uh, of a a healthy working relationship between the executive. Like I'm saying, the executive must account and the head of the executive is the president. So colleagues, let there be a meeting of minds uh, on this matter. So I'm going to really implore you that if there's now any proposal it must be a roadmap-style kind of proposal, uh, and let us not seek to um, miss each other. And I note that there's a, there's a proposal that we must invite the president uh, to appear before us. So I think we we must we must rule on that one. We must resolve. Uh, the as I'm saying, if I have to put it to a vote, colleagues, then I will do so. So, can I therefore
0: open hands in that regard? In, in which regard, In which regard?
2: The regard in so which we need to develop a roadmap on this matter. What do no we? Logo, do?
7: Logo. No, No, we said we said as a proposal, I think I set up a proposal which says yes. the legal advice, which is a consequence of your own consultation, begins to advise us that there is a Zondo Commission report which uh, is going to come out on the end of this month. We need to await that study it, to give them, to tease it. Through that report, we're going to find a way of how we deal with these matters, which are within our purview in as far as matters of rents and sense uh, as reflected uh, in the response of the president. What else do you want?
2: No, Babson, I think we you see the issue here. Makao, Ma, 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 please mute. Uh, I think the issue here is we have always endeavored as a committee to have a meeting of minds. And the issue that we have not clarified amongst ourselves is on the key question of the president's appearance, because as you have heard, there are members who are quite uh, categoric in their outlook that the president must appear, and there are those that saying that it must not. So that's I'm saying, that clarity amongst ourselves is important in the collective spirit of teamwork. So that's where I was. And so I'm saying a roadmap and an operational framework on bringing this matter to a particular conclusion is necessary. So I take what you are saying and note the other hands, right? Honorable Lubengo, Honorable Mente and Honorable Harte, in that order, please.
5: Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, I'm supporting those who are saying it's not good
6: to call the president to come to this, this committee. The reason being that we should wait for the Zondo Commission to finish its report, then we'll take it from there. I thank you, Chairperson.
2: Okay. All right. And Honorable Liz, I'm taking you as you appear on my screen, colleagues. Uh,
5: thank you, Chair. we didn't write a letter to the president because there is a Zondo report. We all knew there's a Zondo report and we all know the content of the Zondo report. If when and where we're going to deal with the Zondo report or it's going to its respective committees as the findings appear, that's something else.
0: We are now diverting our own selves into a Zondo report. A Zondo report outcome
5: is something else. We did not write a letter to the president to say he must explain to us the Zondo report. No. We wrote a letter to him to ask who is responsible for filtering money from the stage to the pockets of the people whom are not supposed to be receiving it. That's what we were doing, unless then I was part of something else. But what I was part of and what we wrote on our letter, which is the genesis of this meeting today, had nothing to do with the outcomes of the Zondo Commission. We all know there was a Zondo Commission. We all know how many reports of the Zondo are out. We know that there's a third one coming. And Parliament will deal with it as and when. If Scopa is coming into that space, good. No problem. If there's money involved and was mismanaged, that's our pay view, and that's where we come in. That's our mandate. But in this instance, we are not going to be defocused. The Zondo report is something else here. The purpose of this exercise was to get information out of the president, respond to what you are saying, to say there are people who are taking money and use it for things that have nothing to do with the public purpose. And that's what he must come to Scopa to respond to. Why are we now involving things that were never part of this? So we can't be waiting for the third report. We want to know. The third report will come as and when. It's none of our business. It will come to us. We will strip it. The parliament will deal with it. The best way it has been dealing with all the other reports. It's not the first time that the inquiry is coming. And it's not the first time that the inquiry of of a corruption nature will deals with who stole where, how, and whatnot. It's not the first time, check. Here, the purpose was to get information on who is stealing money from the state into the wrong pockets of either officials, the ANC activities, and whatsoever. I even had on the legal opinion on the matter of um, what this new law uh, that deals with the money disclosures and whatnot and whatnot. That is part of what we will deal with at a very late stage. Was this followed? Were this prescripts uh, taken into consideration and whatnot, and whatnot? No. We want to know. There is information that people are stealing money. The president knows this information. We want to know, president, who is stealing money, where is that money coming from, and everything else then becomes secondary to that. Thank you,
2: Chair. honorable. I'm just going to go as you appear, colleagues. Honorable That's Thanks, Chair. The
8: process going forward is contained in the legal opinion. While it is clear that there's a serious allegation pertaining to the financial mismanagement of the state security agent, it will be helpful to wait for the third part of the report to avoid duplication. Key and operative words to avoid duplication and to allow Scopa to consider the matter holistically. Another key and operative word allows Scopa to consider the matter holistically. We are not saying we don't want people to appear before SCOPA. Legal opinion are there for the particular purpose and reason to guide us in this matter. They're saying to us in the interim, the committee may find it useful to receive briefing from the AG on challenges faced when auditing state security agency and any proposal the AG may have in this regard. We want to deal with matters holistically. We don't want to duplicate matters. How Zondo Commission comes into the picture, these very same issues and matters that we're dealing with have been escalated and ventilated to Zondo Commission. Money of taxpayers has been used for that purpose. It's not going to kill anyone. It's not going to take anything away from us to wait to consider issues holistically. But if com- uh, 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 honorable members wants us to exercise our democratic rights, which our forefathers fought hard for that of voting, we will do so, but it's not an ideal process. We've always reached consensus. Che. Our proposal still stands that of the legal opinion, we agree wholeheartedly. We are in support of what has been proposed to us as a legal opinion. Anything other than that, we'll have to vote for it. Thank you.
0: Hey, uh, honorable Liz,
2: honorable Van Minen, honorable Mahal will be the last one.
3: Oh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, yeah, look, it, it's this is really about what the president knows and doesn't know, and it's not about the SSA and 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 all the other issues that, um, in in our opinion, are clouding the matter. Um, we gave the president an opportunity to respond in writing to explain uh, what he said and it's been established that he did say it and i'm afraid the time has now come that he must then come and appear before us and answer the questions that will be put to them Um, that that really remains our position it's what i proposed at the beginning of this meeting and um uh, it's 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 really in, in our mind the only way forward on a matter such as this, which um, needs to be clarified with some urgency. Um, you cannot have the president of the country um, labouring or being seen to be obfuscating and not providing the information that Parliament is asking him to provide. So, Mr. Chairman, I'm afraid. That remains our position that President Ramaphosa, we s- not summoned, called, invited to a meeting to speak to us and to answer our questions. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Okay. Uh,
2: Honorable Van Honorable Honorable Tolase.
4: Thank you very much, Chair. I must say there's an awful lot of obstication going on in this particular meeting. I agree with the Honourable Mentor and I really want to second the Honourable Lee's. We need to now move forward consistently as we discussed two weeks ago when we had this first meeting. We need to, to call the President to come and give information to Scopa and may I also actually remind everybody in this meeting that in the original referral letter from the Honourable Dirks, it was an allegation that the work of the Zondo Commission have potentially been undermined by the fact that the President had not given the information that he subsequently was recorded as, as saying to the Zondo Commission. And there are also very real possibilities that the um, Political Party Funding Act has, has been infringed in terms of the information that is out there. So as scoper, we would in fact be erring and not carrying out our mandate if we did not ask the president to come and address us. And that is very firmly our position and we're going to stick to that. Thank you, Chair.
2: Honorable Machau and Honorable
4: Tulash will
6: be the last one. Thank you very much, Chairperson. I still stand on my position of saying that we took a resolution in the presence of the legal team that if we're not convinced, we will depend on the response of the president, whether we have to call. There are no responses. They are not convincing. We had clear resolutions. And unfortunately, the legal team then never advised us of saying it will be still early to invite him. So we are advising this. We took a resolution. We ha- were having a resolution as this committee and, and the questions that we are having are not for Zondo commissions; are just direct questions to the president. So I I don't know what is it that we can wait. Who's Zondo commission will go his own way? Maybe the report will assist us somewhere somehow. But we've got direct questions that we need to ask the president. Thank you, Chairperson.
2: <laughs> this list keeps getting longer. All right. Uh, Honorable Tolash, and then Honorable Swartz.
0: Sure. this meeting is getting longer and necessary. You appeal to us to say, let's get. It seems we are not going to get there because we are convinced in different ways. Honorable Hadam mm-hmm. is articulated at the background and when. To extend of a rating, it's not like uh, we don't have a response. We can't be saying we said last time
9: he must come and he must still come regardless of the response, and you agree. After the response, after you have been so agile to take the response back to the legal unit and you are getting that, we have reflected on the matter, extend the consensus. Let's put the process into a democratic and non-process. Because we think, I think I am correct documents. I am convinced this way. And there's nothing out of what has been said by members with due respect that changes my stance on the matter, unfortunately. So you are now, this meeting is in your hands to either allow it to go on forever or follow the processes that is known and accepted. Because anything else, Chair, that we are going to say is not going to assist because we are tracing the discussions from what we discussed in the last meeting and the response that we received to an extent having taken the response to the legal unit. The legal unit is giving us this. There's more information that came before us that makes us to think it is correct the route. That is almost a roadmap for me. We can't sit here and say we don't want the report, we don't it has never come to attention because we'll be naive. We, we care and we are going to use it because it's an eye-opener. It gives us a detail that we'll never be able to get in our lifetime. And it has been accepted in all quarters. Let's use it to go to the bottom of the matter. Take the matter to a vote so that you can conclude on this. Thank you very much.
2: All right. And then um, Honorable Swartz is therefore now the last one on this matter. And uh, colleagues, I will put the... All right, let me... Honorable Swartz. Um, Thank you, Chair.
11: Chair, I need to say that um, we have heard everybody that has spoken, uh, the Honorable Members in the meeting. And uh, I don't want to repeat what other Honorable Members have said in terms of where we started with this process and where it, has, it is today, um, an agenda item that we are discussing. So I am saying, Chair, that we'll go backwards and forwards. Um, this matter, Chair, is now solely in your hand, but I'm saying, Chair, that uh, let's go to a vote because all of us can speak the whole night. Um, I'm sure that all members have spoken and put up their views but let us also exercise our democratic right and put this matter to a vote so that we can close it at that chair.
2: Thank you. Okay, colleagues, thank you very much. Um, I have already prepped uh, the secretariat to assist um, because the meeting this evening was uh, called to, Consider the president's response to a letter sent to him on the 27th of January. And therefore, the question before the committee, on the basis of the response that he has sent, because I think there has to be clarity on on this, there are issues which we have to follow up. The question I'm putting to the committee is whether or not the president be invited to appear before the committee to make oral representations and answer questions of the committee on the issues which emanate out of the recording, the correspondence thereafter that we have received to the president following the questions which we put to him. That is the question. So I'm going to call members. Uh, one by one, and if you, so the question, if you agree that the president must appear, please say yes, and if you don't agree, please say no. Right, the Honorable hatebe No, Chair. The Honorable Somio. No, Chair. The Honorable Tolasha.
0: Or oh, if you respect no check. Okay. The Honorable Zibula. No chair.
11: The Honorable Swartz. No chair.
2: The Honourable Buchas. No, Chair. The Honourable Liz. Yes. The Honourable Mente. Oh, Van Minen, sorry. Honourable Van Minen.
4: Yes, Chair, sorry, yes.
5: The Honourable Mente. A resounding
0: yes, Chair. The Honourable
2: Mahao. Yes, Chair. Is there any member who wishes to change his or her vote?
8: Not in our lifetime.
2: All right. So the question, therefore, is not agreed to. The committee on the 624 uh, majority has resolved that the president will not be invited to appear before the committee to answer uh, on the allegations of political part, misuse of funds for political party. Is and on the basis of the audio recording and on the responses that he has provided, so that dispenses uh, with uh, that question. Right. Colleagues, the second matter, there's somebody calling me.
8: Honorable, Honorable Chair? Y- it's, yes. It's, it's Honorable I want, I want to put before the committee that we accept the legal opinion as the basis of our okay. project Lam- plan moving forward Lam- so Lam- that it can also be tested and be put on the vote and it be understood the approach that, therefore, moving forward.
2: All right. I'm coming to the second method. Now I'm seeing, now you open. All right. Honorable Mente, uh, Honorable Machau, that is an old hand unless you were um, re. All right. Honorable Mente. Oh, legacy hand. All right. Honorable Mentor. Thank you, Chair. Uh, I,
5: I, I, I note the outcome and wish to register that we, uh, as the EFF, will explore other avenues in dealing with this particular matter of people of a person that can be shielded from accountability by majority. Thank you.
2: Right. It's, okay. It's very, very difficult being in the chair, right? Colleagues, let us do this. I will uh, beg your indulgence uh, that, um, of course, there are still other matters which this matter has brought to light uh, which must require uh, action uh, as they rightly do and require Uh, the the committee to have a look at. I will therefore request colleagues that uh, I, on behalf of the committee, be given time with the Secretariat and legal to put together an operational framework uh, to deal with this matter and to look at the emanating aspects from the legal opinion and then we present that uh, to the committee uh, next week uh, and or probably even sooner. Uh, and then we know how we're going to be dealing uh, with this matter. So I hope if colleagues, if that is agreeable to you, um, because the, 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 the legal opinion is quite broad, it presents a variety of options. I have listened quite attentively to the um, the other aspects which you have uh, raised in this regard. Um, and therefore we need to now consolidate our own um, outlook as I've heard you and the legal opinion and take out what works for us and what doesn't. But what is clear is that, um, yes, the as cited the SSA um Matter amongst others will have to require our attention. So I'm really putting that proposal, colleagues, uh, that uh, we, with the secretariat and legal, we put together now a roadmap and an operational framework to deal with this matter so that it can be con- 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 can be concluded upon, um, so that we can actually deal with uh, all the, the the other matters. I hope, colleagues, that will you will be agreeable to that, um, and then we will. Um, and then bring the meeting to an end. Right, Honorable Hart
8: Chair, I think it will be prudent to conclude on the way forward, not only to vote on one proposal, so that it cannot be misconstrued out there that this matter has now reached its final conclusion. Hence there was a proposal of saying in this meeting, let us agree to adopt the legal opinion. In adopting the legal opinion, what's key and paramount in that opinion is for us to wait for the Zondo Commission to be out, which will assist us in dealing with this matter holistically and it will give us guide on how do we move forward. So the matter is not ending here today.
2: No, you are quite right, and that's precisely why I'm saying it is now taking this matter forward, right? The legal opinion presents a variety of options amongst others on this matter. I have listened very attentively to the thought process of members on those elements. Now, the issue of the president is is done now, but there are issues emanating out of that. And so what I'm saying now it's how to take... Those issues forward, right? So it, it, there's proposals about waiting. What does that waiting mean? Uh, what do we do in the interim? There's a public protector investigation. Uh, the SSA's financials, we need to engage with the AG. So in a roadmap now is required to, um, what's, the, what's the phrase? Uh, to make the legal opinion a living document. We need to operationalize it. Uh, but that operationalization must be inclusive now of the uh, the action steps proposed by members in terms of what it is. I don't think the legal opinion uh, as it stands now is a roadmap, but it's provided the options available. So the matter is very much alive. The only issue that we have dispensed with this evening is on the question of the president. So I hope that gives you the comforts you are looking for, Honourable
8: As the chair pleases, Honourable Member.
2: <laughs> Not in court, Monday. All right. Um, are there any other? OK, so that's the proposal I was having. And uh, um, uh, Mr Stombi advises that um, we can present that to the committee on the 23rd uh, of February. I hope that is agreeable to colleagues. Chair. Okay. Hello, Honourable member. No, I,
5: I hear, Chair, that you, you will go and do a way forward on every other thing, but there's something we need to correct. We have never adopted legal opinions. It's not. It's none. It has nothing to do with our proceedings. We get it. It's part of what we do, but to adopt it as a. a, a a guide, a document or something, has never been part of the of of our day to day or how we do our work. I wanted to just clarify that we're not adopting a legal opinion is what we hear, and we note it just like that. Thank
2: you. All right, I think we are not past each other. All I'm saying is that we've got a legal opinion. It has presented a variety of options. I have listened to members, they've made inputs, they've commented and so on, and I've taken the notes, copious notes of that. And the Secretariat um, has done the same. Now it is to operationalize the process. Let me maybe put it that way. How do we take this forward, factoring in legal guidance, factoring in members' uh, comments. And I would say, let me extend it further and say, if members have got any other issue that they would like to raise, or any other input they would like to make as is per standard procedure in this committee, you can do so. If there's other things that you want to bring in, then you can do so. So I think, and this is our, what I'm saying is we, we are putting together our operational framework, a committee operational framework, and will present it to you on the twenty-third of February, because we are venturing also into new territory now, which we have not looked at before. The SSA amongst us, there's considerations about closed and open meetings. We need to make determinations about all those factors. The option to have a closed meeting is there. Do we take it or don't take it? Also, and that and so. is. I hope my 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 my, my explanation helps that uh, we will factor in everything. Right, Honorable Tolasha and Honorable
9: Hatabe will be the last one. Thank you very much, Chair. Your summary does assist that this legal opinion belongs to us. We will take it and operationalize it going back, I mean, going forward. I don't want us to be really strict on what do we say or what we don't say. This legal opinion belongs to this portfolio committee of and now they go to an extent of operating it to a living document so that you are able to know what do we do and when do we do that and how best are we going to go to come to a conclusion as per the advice. Otherwise that document belongs to us. It was a legal document before that can go anywhere. But now that it has been tabled here, it belongs to SCOPA now, Chair. Whether we want to say we adopt it or we don't want that name, but it belongs here now. It's our document that is going to inform us how do we move forward. Thank you so much, Chair.
0: Okay, Honorable
2: Hatteb is the last one on this matter.
8: No, no thanks Chair. We ad- support or adopt the legal opinion as our basis in developing the roadmap on dealing with this matter. The only aspect that we did not agree on is that of establishing the subcommittee. Everything else we support.
5: Thank
2: you. Uh, let's let's not complicate this.
3: <laughs>
5: uh, we can be said we support it. Uh
8: all right Those that don't support chair has a right to no, do so. No, we are not shoving
2: anything no. the to anyone's Chair, wait, colleagues, colleagues, I I would implore you. Chair, it's Newton's third law, wait, law: for every
8: action, there's an equal wait. reaction, no, but in opposite wait. direction. If you allow others to speak wait. without being recognised, I'm going to do the same.
2: Wait, wait, wait! I was as you came in, I was. Ultimately, coming in to deal with that, and that's why I was saying as I was speaking, so let's not complicate this. I would implore new colleagues. I, I really, I plead with you. let us exercise a, a, a particular discipline. I know that uh, they are varying, uh, you know, positions on this matter, but ultimately. Uh, the work of the committee has to go on and we are still stuck with each other until 2024 uh, unless our respective political parties reshuffle us. Uh, Okay, that's another story. So, colleagues, I I, I would want to really suppress uh, the semantics now uh, and exercise a particular democratic dictatorship and say We'll com- we will put together an all-encompassing roadmap of all the variables and factors which are there and we will uh, deal with i will in fact endeavor that by monday you get it so that members can make comments even if it's necessary the tuesday latest and then we can discuss it as a comment uh, and arrive at a consensus as we have always Well, can we? I'm pleading that we we bring this matter to that kind of conclusion. Uh, And as I'm saying, I've taken notes. I I have a sense really of what it's just now a matter of knowing what we do first, first things first, and when we move. I hope colleagues find that to be in order. Uh, Great, Chair right. no no No, no,
8: All right.
2: Colleagues, let us let me therefore thank you uh, for your attendance this evening in our graveyard session uh, as is a standard on Wednesdays, and um, then say that we will uh meet next week system so, be what is next week tuesday
0: system be care next public week tuesday? works
2: chapter sure. all right okay so colleagues the meeting will we will reconvene on tuesday at half past nine to deal with matters uh, associated and related to public works. Let me thank uh, Parliament Legal Services uh, who have been with us throughout and all our stakeholders. Uh, and to thank you, uh, colleagues, and to, of course, to our uh, team, the Secretariat in its entirety. Uh, thank you very much On that note, uh, colleagues, the meeting stands adjourned. Good night.
0: Long live.